wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello world, this is Wastelands. I'm Adam Obscene and with me tonight in the flesh is the mighty, mighty, mighty... Marco Mark. Adam Obscene. Great to be with you, mate. Uh, let's flog straight into this one. We kind of like to um, chuck each other in the hot end and deep end, hot end, the hot end. The hot seat in the deep end? Yeah, that's the ones. Uh, and ask us un- unrehearsed, unprepared questions and just see if we can get some podcast gold. My question for you tonight is... Uh, you're a bit of a late comer to this topic. Okay. And we would always say that we never fess to be the experts in everything, but we know a little bit about most things. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about you and Tolkien. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Adam, that's a really interesting question. And again, yeah, you're right. This is completely... I did not know you were going to ask me that. Okay. Tolkien, yeah, I, I am late to the game to it because I didn't enjoy the movies when they first came out. I had a few friends, um, you know, back then, you know, early to mid-2000s where that were right into it and I went to the movies to watch it with them and really didn't get into it. And I, was, I just wrote it all off completely. And then... Uh, and didn't think of it again, to be honest with you. And then a couple of years ago, I I, I chose um, the Lord of the Rings audio book. I chose an audio book to listen to, and it was the first one, um, Fellowship of the Ring. And I thought, I just need to just give it a go. I don't know what really possessed me actually adds. And I actually really enjoyed it. The uh, the movies didn't do the books justice. I, I don't think they can. Um, and it was a real surprise to me that I actually enjoyed it. And it, I found it very, not only a great story, but really kind of actually calming as well. Like it was uh, a really nice uh, narrator. Rob Englis, I think, was the narrator. The audio book I listened to was from the the early nineties, uh, and and it was just a nice, nice accent, nice British accent, nice, nicely well read, you know, well paced narration. Um, so that kind of was like really like, oh, this is calming. Over, I think I listened to it over the summer holidays or something like that, and it just fit the mood, you know. I was up here in sunny Queensland. And it was nice hot weather and we were relaxing and the audiobook just seemed to fit in. So I then listened to the rest of them and The Hobbit. And um yeah, they the next ones didn't disappoint. I, I enjoyed them exactly the same way. And um then I, I bought the books and read them and I've moved on and bought like a couple of the others um since then. Uh which were also great reads as well. <clears throat> And I, I just really enjoyed them. Not only was it's just the two things, Adam. Like the the story was really, of course, is you know, uh, without saying, Tolkien was is an amazing author, even if you don't like his stuff, you know. Um, but but it's it's tested, it lasted the test of time for a reason. Stood the test of time for a reason. Um, very well written, very inoffensive. I want to say because he wrote 
I know he wrote The Hobbit sort of for his children. It just came from imaginary sort of bedtime stories that he would tell to his children. And he started writing them down and this was all born. Um, And it sort of uh, exploded from there, of course, into a massive universe. I reckon, though, now that I think of it, maybe the gateway for this, Adam, and you and the listeners know this is no secret that I'm a huge, lifelong Stephen King fan. And in 2014, I read um, his Dark Tower series mm. all the way through. Um, the the e-books, I got those. Uh, and they were fucking amazing. Like, that really captured me. And the you, I, you would read the forward. I would read the forward and King would explain his whole multiverse and that this basically, that, that his Dark Tower series came from his obsession with Tolkien and Lord of the Rings, that epic universe, and um, a cross between that and sort of like spaghetti westerns, mm. you know, uh, the, the um, early, uh, sorry, I'm blanking on his name, Clint Eastwood, the early Clint Eastwood stuff. So if you have read those, you can kind of imagine like where he got Roland's kind of character from being Clint Eastwood. Sort of a cross between like, you know, Hobbit's. And the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. Yeah. Put Clint Eastwood, you know, uh, in in an epic multiverse that's so far in the future that even the apocalyptic wasteland has decayed. Mm. And and to, to read that and be so engrossed in it, um, I guess that might have planted a seed way back then. And uh, once I discovered how good Tolkien was, I kind of enjoyed uh, the Lord of the Rings series with the same level of enjoyment that I enjoyed the Dark Tower. So, Marco, two questions jump to mind. Mm. After reading the books, did you have you revisited the films? Yeah, I have revisited the films actually, Ad, and I'm I'm more forgiving of the films now because I've become to, I've come to love the characters and the story and the universe. And and now I know it. And you can fill the gaps. And I can fill the gaps. Yeah. Whereas, you know, maybe when I first watched them at the cinema, when they first came out, I had no interest in it. Ads Like, my taste in reading has also changed over the years. Like, maybe, I can't remember when the first movie came out into the cinema, but it was probably at a time when I was still right into reading realistic sort of stuff and beat authors and true crime. I was really into realistic books, you know? And you can't really get much more fantasy yeah. uh, wheelhouse as Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Rings came out in uh, 2001. 2001. See, because I would have, yeah, definitely in 2001, you know, I, I would have probably gone, no, I'd rather read Charles Bukowski, mm. that, which, you know, to me, you know, Charles Bukowski is not going to waste my time. Maybe uh, a, a fantastical... You're not going to have to sit in a cinema for two hours and 58 minutes watching some people go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was not in the mindset of it. I was, I was yeah, I, I, I was, ima- you know, imagine I was just too too far into the Beats, Bukowski, Hemingway, you know, some of the it's modern American like authors. You were more in at the time, and not, you know, we were hanging out at the time. Mm. You know, if you use music as the analogy, like 
you know, we were listening to hardcore and poison idea and we we're into sort mm-hmm. of a lot more fast paced, mm-hmm. you know, get, get shit done, do it yourself. Yep. Um, which sort of leads to my next question is music tastes connected to Tolkien. Mm. Which, do you think that your awakening and your sort of newfound appreciation to the books and the Tolkien storylines was connected to the types of music that you'd start were listening to around that time? Like, were you mm. listening to a bit more psychedelic doom, you know, yeah. stoner oh, rock yeah. sort of? Actually, not that saying that you're not the saying that you have to be a stoner to enjoy. No, um, no, and by no means you're not. But there, there is a lot there. That music is a is a great accompanying soundtrack to those novels. Mm. Were you were you dabbling in that area in your music um, listening at the same time? Yeah, I think you're right, mate. Um, I don't. Yeah, I I don't think that the music led me straight to it, but I think that I was in the right headspace. I was definitely listening to mm. music. Yeah, you're right. I was listening to say in maybe 2019. Sleep and high sleep. Fiver. Sleep high on fire, high on fiber. high on fiber. <laughs> high five. Um, sleep high on fire. Um, oh, um, oh, a couple of other bands uh, that I just can't remember now. I'm blanking on them. Um, Stone Jesus was another band. I don't know if you've heard Stone Jesus, but they were great. Um, so it's sort of like <clears throat> the, the 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 stage was set to have the most open perception yeah. to that. Yeah. I think that um it's an interesting point that uh and I've seen that with my own reading and listening and watching of films that the we definitely know you've got to be in a mood. Yeah. Or you've got to be in 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 a vein. Yeah. to be sort of open to getting the most out of that media or that literature or that, that yeah, journey. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and I always find it interesting to say when so, – the art, and I ask that question, and I think it's a question we should ask our listeners moving forward is when you discovered a book or a if you discovered a band or you discovered a movie, I'm always really interested in what you were either listening to or reading or watching and reading yeah. or, or watching and listening to yeah, depending sure. on what medium that you were actually – exploring yeah. at the time. No, you're dead right. Because That's I true. find that interesting. I think that there's a, the mechanics of the mind yeah. is, is fun. And that's kind of the reason why I want, I, I want to ask you that question. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Because so like I, at, at that time, I was, I'd read the books before 2001. And, had you? And um, went and watched the movies and enjoyed them. Sure. Never really, but the funny thing is I never really enjoyed The Lord of the Rings no. as a book. Mm. Didn't really enjoy it as a movie, but I mm. appreciated what it was. Yeah. And the main reason I never really enjoyed Lord of the Rings is because I've never enjoyed Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, yeah. For <laughs> Which sure. is another oh, episode. What about Led Zeppelin? Altogether. Yeah, because there's a real 60s counterculture. Singing about Golem. Yeah. The, like, the yeah. Like, they picked up on the Lord of the Rings world. Mm. And that's what um, Tolkien said. Like, uh, he, he it morphed into from him. Mm. It went from you know, um, just fun stories that he would tell his kids before bed to then becoming, he, he when he expanded that epic universe. A psych icon. <laughs> yeah, he wanted it, to, yeah, he wanted it to be uh, like, um, how should I say, almost like um, a mythology for England because mm. he, he felt at the time England didn't really have a, a mythology. 
uh, a fantastical kind of yeah. mythology. It wasn't like it was like ancient ancient Greece or ancient Egyptian. Yeah, sort of or like the, you know the Valhalla or yeah. you know, Zeus and that sort yeah. of business. Yeah. And that's the and that's the sort of storytelling he's can the fables or the morals and the, yeah the stuff that he's aiming towards. Yeah, it's interesting because then that's the stuff that I think then the sixties sort of age of Aquarius counterculture picked up mm. on, mm. and it then gets to massively connected to then that's you know the stoner stuff like yeah that, which then there you go it still runs back through but i guess growing up punk there was really nothing it, it left a real foreign taste <sighs> in my mouth and to be honest yeah it was and how's this for a weird reveal I've only just actually listened to a full um, Led Zeppelin song. Like wow! Just in the last twelve months. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Know. Let so. Let's morph this into Led Zeppelin. What What Led Zeppelin song did you listen to? I think it was the one. I don't even know which one it was. It was <laughs> the one that was like maybe it from the Godzilla soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it Whole lot of love um, or something. Okay. Okay. Look, this is how how non. It doesn't even rate in my yeah. mind. Is yeah, that I just I just haven't gone there. Haven't really gone there. Look, I've but I've listened. I have listened to tracks since and sort of given mm. it a go. Mm. And, and interesting is that I picked just the Tolkien esque nature of it. Is yeah. So yeah. Um, wizards and yeah. fantasy and yeah. you know, swords and sorcery. Yeah. It's a soundtrack to that type of business, even to the point where I think you told me about a Robert Plant um, quote once. Yeah. Can you remember what that quote was? No. Was Can you? It was, I think it was like, it was along the lines of he was asked about his legacy <laughs> and um, talking about other bands and what their imprint on what they've done. And his, his quote was, um, I look at other what other bands have done, and I'm really impressed. I look at back at what we were doing in the '60s with the wizards and wizards and sorcery, oh, yeah, and yeah. it's all a bit iffy. <laughs> <laughs> all a bit iffy. Yeah, right. So even yeah. even those guys were like, going, yeah, eh. mm, yeah, okay. Because of course, being British and you know they they were get, getting their Stonehenge on back then, and yeah. um, you know they they wanted to buy into that English mythology. Yeah, like this is us. Let's adopt it. And yeah, let's... it totally it totally is, and it kind of reminds me a little bit like um the Winter Solstice has just has been just like the last um last mm. week, mm. and we went up to the sunny coast to a mate's place, Burko, over uh, in Nindari, and he has a winter solstice uh, party and they yeah. do maypole dancing and, yeah. you know, the Blarney Stones and watch the, the sun go up and sun go down. And, cool. And it was very paganistic and very earthy and very family and, mm. you know, they had a burning man and yep. a um, flaming bows and arrows and all that sort of stuff. That's cool. At no point did anyone play any Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, that's probably good for you. Yeah. What What about okay? What about um, other any other like epic rock? Like like have you gone down the the Stoner Rock or Doom? Has anything jumped out at you where you've gone? Okay, this is a bit psychedelic. I like sleep. 
Yeah, sleep's but, good. But that's new, like, a, a, but nothing from the 60s. Like, no, no. But Woody, my mate, who used to own Vital Juices Records in Redcliffe, got me onto sleep, um, onto yeah. that classic, you know, the classic double album that is just basically, you know, two hours of noise where they just got all the money from the record company and set oh, up all the speakers yeah. and just recorded drone. Yeah. Well, dope Smoker. Yeah, Dope Smoker. Dope Smoker. Um, that's, you got me that album from Amoeba. Yeah, for my right. 40th. Yeah, that's right. I did too. 55 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dope Smoker is like, for me, the pinnacle stoner yeah. album. Yeah. That, if that's where I go for that sort of, mm. if I was going to read Tolkien, I would have Dope Smoker in the yeah. background. Oh, I see. That's my soundtrack for that. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. I, I've just I've just remembered now the- it's like monks, monk chant, monks chanting. Monks chanting, yeah. It's kind of like you could, <clears throat> we don't. We don't smoke, and but you could lull yourself into that kind of like stoner, just lay back and enjoy that because it's an epic song, man. Mm. What's it like an hour of fifty two or something like that yeah. of just experimental drone? I love it. Yeah, it's great, and I, I love it that that and it's something primal and it's something you know primordial mm. about it. It's mm. less, and I think that that's. You don't need to sing about witches and warlocks and hobbits and golem. No, no. You don't have to be so literal. <laughs> no. But you can actually channel the, the 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 essence of Tolkien, and I think that that's what sleep, and to a certain extent, other sort of doom yeah. or um, stone or rock bands yeah. Yeah. do. Yeah. If they get into that experimental, instrumental, and I think that that's why it's the differences between iffy lyrics <laughs> And experimental, um, in, instrumental tracks. That's I, I'm in the instrumental track wheelhouse when it comes to my Doom and Stone. Yeah, right. Like, that makes perfect sense. Which is so weird because, like, if I, you know, said to that 25, 30 years ago, yeah, I'd be going, what? What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, I know. You're mad. And it's funny, like, back then, 25, 30 years ago, sleep were around and they were playing with bands and in um in venues where of the bands like we would have liked they were playing like Gilman Street and stuff like that with um with like neurosis and like hardcore bands like mm. they were the long the long hair long song slow like yeah. dr- like driving drone music but they would also be playing with like drop dead yeah. Or, or neurosis back when neurosis were hella fast. Is Caius a, le- a, a gateway drug to dope smoker and sleep? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. That's it's a like really that good desert cr- sessions is like kind yeah. of like that same vibe. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. That's because sleep were in the Bay Area, like they were in in Oakland, and um, Caius were in Palm Desert. So they were they were in California. I don't know who would have heard of who first, though. You, would, I'd like to think that they might have just sort of both come to both been happening at the same time, maybe just just through just through the osmosis of what was going on at the time. Yeah, and I guess that in you know for a listener who doesn't have that connection, you know, clearly, I, you know, most people had heard of Caius before. Yeah. yeah, you know, getting into you know the more obscure sort of like. Stoner stuff. Stoner stuff. Yeah. You know, that Kais probably in that sense is a is a gateway to stoner rock. Yeah, that would definitely on the vanguard of making it popular for sure. 
Um, and then you can just shoot off and then go Queens of the Stone Age or yeah, or go or go dope smoker and sleep all high and then high on fire like yeah yeah and uh, and the whole time you've got Tolkien in the background just like yeah just <laughs> bubbling do away. Ev- do you reckon everybody that actually owns sleeps um, dope smoker yeah has a copy of the Lord of the Rings trilogy on the bookshelf. Look, I wouldn't be surprised, mate. I wouldn't be surprised. Listeners, let's put that out there. If you if this is your if this is your shtick mm-hmm. or you know somebody that is into Lord of the Rings, it's probably more likely that someone that's into Dope Smoker and um, Sleep has Lord of the Rings as opposed to someone that's into Lord of the Rings has sleep. Oh, that's so true. That's but, um, so true. Let us know. Marco, thanks for that. That was a little bit of a um, oh, a wandering discussion, which was quite enjoyable. Yeah, that really was. Listeners, if you have a question that you would like to ask even myself or Marco, please hit us up on the socials at Wastelands Radio Show or on Twitter, Wastelands Radio Show. It's actually, no, Wastelands RS. Um, or you can send us an email at wastelandsradioshow at gmail.com and tell us what you think or... I think that's the only other ways you can get us. Right. We don't give out our mobile numbers anymore. Hit after, us up on bloody Karen. TikTok. Oh, yeah. Hit us up on TikTok. Um, ask us a question and we will endeavor to read it not before we go on air. How's that? What we'll do Ooh. is if we get questions instead of reading it. Okay. We'll read it live as much as we can on a podcast and answer it. Yeah. There. Okay. And we'll, re- we'll react spontaneously. Yeah. Done. Done. All right, that's a challenge out there, listeners. Marco, thanks for that. That's Thank cool. You. That is actually wow the longest free balling conversation. <laughs> Mate, we have free balled, and, and while we free ball, I just want to end it off by saying, Adam, you won't. Your listeners, you'll you'll get this, and if you don't know this song, get into it as well. You, I dare you, Adam, to swap out "Stairway to Heaven" for the song I referenced before. The band is. Stoned Jesus, and the song is called I Am The Mountain. There we go. Swap out. If you don't like Led Zeppelin, swap out Stairway for I Am The Mountain. That's my uh, my my last thing for this episode. All right, Marco. Well, thank you so much for that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to um, check that out right away. But right now, Lossus, thanks for joining us. And if there's anything more you'd like to add, oh, my, my good man, is there anything you'd like to add? It's good night from him. And it's good night from me. <laughs> I'm the mountain. Estonian. <laughs> <laughs> Before you say another word, it's finished! Oh, oh.